Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across the William & Mary's campus. My name is Jenny Helmendaller, and today we are joined by WA's Rebecca Cajotas and Poonamal Gross. How are you all doing today? Well, thanks for asking. I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So today we are talking about spiritual wellness, and this is actually the last episode in this series, so we're closing it all out with spiritual wellness. What is the spiritual dimension of wellness? Spiritual wellness is just about feeling connected to something other than yourself, and just that can look like many different things, just like all the other dimensions of wellness, but it's just about feeling connection and purpose outside of yourself. And I think with age comes the ability to choose what you follow, Um, especially where I am now. I'm starting to find my own beliefs. So I think autonomy is also an important part about um, who and what you put your faith in. So. Yeah, and we talked about spiritual wellness on the podcast before, I believe a couple seasons ago, in season three maybe, with Jenny Call. Um, she was also in the Wellness Center here. But it's also really great, I think, to get the student perspective. Like us as college students, it's sometimes hard because one, we're in a pretty transitional period of our lives where we may not be tapped into our wellness or into our spiritual wellness at this point and also um, knowing or not knowing about some of the resources on campus. So diving into it, I think spirituality and spiritual wellness often gets confused or misunderstood as just referring to being religious or participating in organized religion. Can you speak upon that at all? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely an option um, for a way to feel connected to your spiritual dimension of wellness, but, like, that's not entirely what it is. Um, You can be a very spiritual person and not follow any organized religion or feel connected through anything that is organized in any way. It can be just about you and yourself and how you feel connected to the world around you. No, I definitely agree. Um, I spent a good period of my life... um, being Christian, but being a religious Christian. And I had to take a step back because I felt like um, it was hurting me at times, kind of the belief system and how, I guess, like legalistic it can get. So there were times this summer where I just didn't go to church. And I think that actually improved my spiritual health because I got to see God as like a graceful and forgiving being rather than one that's like sticking his finger in my face telling me about everything I'm doing wrong so it is fluid and it can change it doesn't always have to be a building um some people see spirituality in nature or water and just being appreciative of those factors in life definitely and so you talked about your experience Pinwell, with um, religion and with spirituality so I was going to ask also just in general like why you all why you both care about spiritual wellness or how, what was the process of beginning to care more for that dimension? Yeah, um, I have been a Christian on and off, maybe since middle school, but I guess like as I've gotten older and have the ability to make my own decisions and formulate my own views, I'm starting to grow in faith. It's not necessarily everything that I thought it would be. Like my views on the Bible have changed, um, but I stay with my faith because of who Jesus is and his love and forgiveness for me. So, yeah. Yeah, and then I I can speak a little bit about my experience. Um, So I grew up in a Jewish household. None of my family was super religious, but 
I felt a connection to my Jewish heritage. One of the really cool things about being Jewish is that it's a culture and a religion. And I definitely identify a lot more with the Jewish culture than with the religion. I would identify as an agnostic Jew if I had to put a label to it. I think I don't fit the mold of what a lot of people think of when they think of a spiritual person. But I do feel connected to other people. And I think for me, spirituality means feeling connected to other people and knowing that Although I am just one person, I have an impact on other people in a meaningful way. And I find that through my Jewish culture, but not my Jewish religion, because I, the religion has harmed me in some ways. And I don't necessarily ascribe to a lot of the religious beliefs, but I do ascribe to that culture and feel connected to that culture. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about it a little bit, but why is it important that we care about our spiritual wellness? Like what happens if we don't really ever try to tap into that dimension? I think um, just spirituality is unique because it provides an outlet. Like traditionally, um, Christians will pray. And when I pray, it makes me feel that I'm being heard. Oftentimes, like the school I'm going to or the people around me. I, I think I have very supportive friends, but I can talk as long as I want to God. And there's no like, okay, after 45 minutes, it's up. Um, he's just there and... I guess a new outlook on like gratefulness. Um, I also feel called to do more. And I think that's like when we think of like Maslow's hierarchy, we want to move up that ladder. Well, not ladder, but the pyramid and um, just reach a point of self-actualization where we can begin to look outside of ourselves and think about the greater picture and helping others. Yeah. And so how could someone maybe tell that they need to work on their spiritual wellness or that they're not tapped in? Yeah, I think one way is if you're feeling that you don't necessarily have a purpose, that you're just living life in a passive way, experiencing college in a way that's more of a struggle rather than an opportunity you have to like further yourself in your personal growth. If you're just feeling like a student who's grinding out work Um, at swim every night that might not feel fulfilling to you and I feel like spirituality um, in its many forms can help you feel like okay I'm doing this so that way I can help people in the career I want to pursue in the future so I think just thinking about yourself and taking note of why are you doing the things you are doing are they leading you to feel fulfilled in your purpose in life Mm -hmm. And we've talked a lot about that on this podcast, just the idea of like, we're in college, we're all doing way too much, it's easy to get caught up in everything, and tapping into spiritual wellness is no different. So I really like what you all have been saying about it's not one thing, it is what you make it. Is there any popular like misconception about spirituality and spiritual wellness that you want to debunk? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I don't think all people who belong to a certain faith have to be the same just like you said Rebecca you may not fit the mold I personally do not think I fit the mold of a Christian at all but I think it's important to like formulate your own views like recently I've been talking to many campus Christian ministers and asking what their views are on forgiveness and to what extent and like how do they interpret certain views on the Bible so um I think that's important yeah And I would just say that no one person has it figured out. Even religious leaders, if if that's how you find your spiritual connection, even they are just people, and they also do not 
um, have necessarily all the answers on spirituality. It's more about just how you feel in your connection. And I find my spirituality with myself and with like social group and interactions, not in these religious practices necessarily. So I think just what you touched on earlier, that it isn't synonymous with religion. Mm -hmm. And something else that I had wanted to talk about was I think on social media, I've seen a lot of communities forming around spirituality and religion that are either like hyper spiritual or very anti-spirituality in general. So I was wondering what your thoughts were on that. And then also, do you feel like this quote, like performative culture is a a thing and b detrimental um i think it is good for people to have communities but i think it's also important for there to be accountability i think most people are biased towards themselves and feel like what they're doing is good but sometimes asking other people like is this right even if they don't think the same way as you i think that's one of the ways that i keep myself accountable As far as, like, the performative part, I would 100% say that is a thing, especially in Christianity. Like, sometimes when I'm praying in a group, I feel super insecure because my prayers are short. Sometimes I'll stutter or say the wrong thing, and there's, like, people who can, like, quote entire verses of the Bible, and I'm like, uh, (laughs) my brain's glitching right now, but I think it's about sincerity and authenticity. If you're being honest with whoever, whatever you're following, that you are appreciated in that moment, and you don't have to be anything but yourself in that moment. Yeah, and if it gives you fulfillment, that's all we're really looking for. This is about you and your journey. It's not about anyone else and how they experience their spiritual wellness. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, maybe try something else. And when we're a part of that spiritual journey, what are some things that we could do to tap into our spirituality that are consistent with our own beliefs, our own values? Like when we're just kind of starting out, what are first steps? Yeah, one thing I did this summer was I took like Kelly Crace's life values inventory, and that really helped me figure out and assess what is my interaction with the world and I learned that I'm really drawn to like human connections and how I experience the world is very much in an empathetic way that reflects the people around me and their needs so if anything goes against that I know for sure it's not for me and there are many things within my own religion that I don't think are egalitarian or I don't think are equitable to people and I have that choice to not ascribe to that and not let that represent me. So I think lead with your values first and then find something that fits. And if it doesn't fit, you don't need to keep it. No, I definitely agree. Um, There are so many denominations from where I come from. I personally consider myself a non-denominational Christian, but there are other denominations that will support ideas or beliefs that I feel are incredibly toxic but I don't have to subscribe to it, just like how you said, Rebecca. Um, You have to think about what ideals are important to you and what type of world you want to live in. So I think that's Mm. how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) And even as you were saying, like it doesn't have to have anything to do with religion. And I think it's also important to know that when you're in that spiritual journey and you reach a dead end, that's still part of the journey. Mm. Like you're still doing something good for yourself by figuring yourself out and trying to seek that meaning and feeling fulfilled. So yeah, if you don't 
um, want to tap into necessarily organized religion, maybe you could take a walk or just do things that are good for you in that nature. What are some things that are good for you all? Um, one thing I started doing this summer was taking myself out on dates. Yes. Um, so um, I have a partner and he was studying abroad this summer. So we weren't together and I was living in Williamsburg by myself for the first time. And I was very uncomfortable at first with the idea of just being by myself in public. I thought people were judging me. But then I kind of reshifted um, how I thought about it. And I was like, this is just something we do. I'm taking myself out on a date. I'm treating myself. So one of my favorite things to do is um, I have a tiny dog named Kenny, love of my life. And I just decided that Saturdays were farmer's market days with Kenny. So I packed up my car with my dog and everything I needed. And we would just walk through the farmer's market in Williamsburg together. And it was a really good time to reflect on both me and my dog and like our connection together because I do feel a very strong connection with her. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend taking yourself out on a date. You don't need to spend money. Just spend some time with yourself. Learn a little bit about yourself. I love that. Yeah, I think just being still at times. Um, there are moments where like the sun is just out and it's so beautiful. And I close my eyes and like hold out my hands. Like, um, just like I'm receiving this gift and that's been really calming. Um, my friend and I went to um, the beach. Well, I don't really consider it beach. I don't think Williamsburg beaches are pretty, but <laughs> I just like dipped my feet in the water and just like the sensory experience and like taking it all in. Um, just being present at times is also spiritual. Um, I don't know, just human life in general. And it's such a beautiful world we live in. And I think it's important to find moments where we can be still and not think about like the essay that's due or internships and family life so yeah absolutely and are there any other resources either on campus or online that you can think of that are especially catered towards spiritual wellness yeah I think um, we have a lot of really great clubs on campus where in my interpretation of spirituality is just feeling connected to anything outside of yourself. So if you're connecting with these individuals over a shared activity, I think that is totally tapping into your spiritual wellness. So some clubs I participate in, I'm in Color Guard. Um, so I feel connected with them when we're all spinning at the same time together. We also have tons of religious organizations. If you do want to go the organized religion route, I'm involved at the Hillel, which is one of the Jewish organizations on campus. And just anywhere where you feel supported, I think is a great avenue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally support what you just said. Um, the William and Mary um, webpage about like spirituality and stuff like that has helped me a lot. Um, if you don't feel comfortable talking to like an adult leader, I would definitely reach out to a student who's in that club and maybe you could attend like one of their meetings and get to learn a bit about their belief system. And you never have to feel like coerced to constantly attend it. If you don't like it, then... I fully respect that, like, don't attend it. But if you do find interest in it, I totally recommend continuing that. And maybe you could build a community out of that. All really, really great resources. Well, Rebecca Punamal, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It's great being here. Absolutely. And we hope that you can tap into your own spiritual wellness and find some purpose and meaning. Um, if you've been here for the past couple of months listening to all of the dimensions of wellness, this series is now concluded. So thanks for sticking with us. And we've had some really amazing conversations. So thank you.
And thank you as well to our sponsor, United Healthcare, for support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Calder Sprinkle, and myself, Jenny Helmendaller. <laughs>